0: OCN Drives with Jeffrey Herbert. Hey, Gearheads. Welcome to another episode of OCN Drives. I'm Jeff Herbert, and I'm here with the usual crew, including...
1: Grand Briggs. And Alex Ball.
0: And we're here with our car curious producer, Joshua Hammerling, who is waving at us now. He's actually in the studio today. Welcome back, Josh. We're glad you survived Buffalo. Thank you. He just had to run in to say thank you. This podcast is brought to you by ourcommunitynow.com, where you can find more on our thoughts on cars, culture, and what's hot in the community. So let's get cracking. A beer, that is. Sound never gets old.
1: That sound gets old, though. (laughs) The slurping (laughs) sound. All right, I'm drinking a Lone
2: Tree Brewing Tart IPA. It's very good. Uh, Let's see
0: Mm. That is the Lone Tree Peach Pale, ale brewed with ripened peaches. Mm.
2: Fantastic. Quite
0: delightful and great for talking cars. So you guys know how it works. We're going to move into some automotive news. Uh, Alex, I don't know if you want to take this away for us but
1: oh that toyota has shown a new fuel cell sedan yes uh the 2021 toyota was it mira fuel cell sedan real real drive <laughs> don't sound like somebody just killed your dog i, know. I mean <laughs> well it's just like who cares like it's like who cares it's like Technology that is never going to get released to the public. Oh, because in no way is the DOT going to let you put hydrogen fuel cell cars until it's like been just violently tested. And it's, I mean, yeah, but we're, we're, we're we're like a solid like 25 years away from like really good self driving cars. And we're like a hundred years away from
2: dependable fuel cell cars. Oh, that is not true. I don't, yeah, I don't know yeah. about that. I, I really do like the idea, and I agree with you on the whole... It does look good, though. It is going to take some time for testing, but I think after all this electric car push, I think as soon as you get some hydrogen fuel cells starting to go, <clears throat> I think that you'll start getting a lot of more push into that area because... Still with electric cars, EV vehicles, you're we're still. I mean, it takes electric electricity, so it's still. It's not a very car. It's not carbon neutral. So I mean, hydrogen can be that where you can refuel. Well, I cycles. think the real
1: issue with the hydrogen and it's, how, and it's
2: explosive. Well, and it's explosive. <laughs> that
1: would be that would be the real issue because one of the one of the one of the things that doesn't necessarily get talked in the news a lot. Um, but it is a really big problem is that a lot of fire departments and, um, and other kind of rescue government operations are having a really hard time dealing with electric car crashes because they're just not equipped to put out the fires that the lithium ion batteries, uh, create. And so I can't even imagine like the fire departments are just going to say no like, it's not even, it's going to be like, the even if the DOT is like, yeah, let's do fuel cells. The fire department's would be like, are you fucking, are you high? <laughs> <laughs> like, you're going to. Well,
0: gonna, since we're in Colorado, maybe.
1: Yeah, like, <laughs> I don't know. I, I also just think there's a distribution problem. Like, the reason electric cars had an easy time starting is because it's just electric. It's just electricity. That's pretty easy to distribute. Right. And obviously, yes, they have the bigger chargers that people really want to use um, that can charge the cars faster, but you can still plug a Tesla into your garage wall. Like it's, right. it takes forever to charge, but it works. I don't know. Like it's going to, it's going to take a hundred years for them just to get hydrogen gas stations.
2: <laughs> yeah. It is. That's like where before the egg, right? Yeah.
1: Or maybe, maybe current gas station tanks um, are certified enough for hydrogen. I doubt it. I don't know. I'm sure there are different qualifications and different, Uh, storing things so but i mean if gas stations could just get hydrogen dumped into their tanks currently then i could see this taking off very successfully but if they have to build an entire chain it's never going to work well
2: see the thing that i think that is going to push this faster than your 100 years timeline i I do think it is a a while away but i think it's more like 20 to like 40 years away but the private space factor and how they're doing privatizing space and using a lot of hydrogen and obviously oxygen for for fuel. Rocket fuel. Is it's going to help drive the ease and ability for consumers to get hydrogen. Interesting thing also it's demand to to point
1: at is their space program and their success with hydrogen because well, NASA, NASA has a storied art. history of blowing up rocket ships.
2: Yeah,
1: but yeah, but more people have died in Fords. More, than more, have died more people in, remember yeah. Columbia exploding with the schoolteacher on it than than people remember the, the shuttles that successfully launched. So. Oh man!
0: And how many people have died in Fords? Thank you. It's true, or
1: cars in general. But that's also any. That's car, also any just, car. In that's general. also just the difference between. A million Fords produced a year <laughs> and one rocket ship True. launched a year.
2: But that is So also statistically,
1: a... the rocket ships are still doing worse. Yeah, so. You're also but, talking
2: about a lot of fuel in a rocket ship versus... And you're talking about blasting something into space versus exactly. like a combustion inside of, of an engine. So,
1: Yeah, it's worse. Right. You can crash the car. You can't crash a rocket ship. It can explode well, and then <laughs> crash. <laughs> it's hard to crash a rocket ship. But.
0: Well, see, I think... Hydrogen is secretly the way of the future, and here's why. Electric cars, they get a lot of hype, mainly thanks to Tesla, now Porsche, now Audi, Jaguar, all the major car companies, Honda, kind of getting into that field. (coughs) But we're kind of overlooking the benefits of this hydrogen fuel cell, which is it does have internal combustion engine range, which whether or not you're going to use that is arguable. But a five-minute refuel at stations and the only emission is water vapor with electric car. What, or here's my question. Like with when you drive an electric car and you live in an apartment, you can't just run like a
1: yeah, extension you, cord. You, you
0: pretty much have to, to downtown. Be, you have to have a house. You have
1: to be a homeowner or you just have to live in a big enough metropolis that the apartment complex will offer, uh, EV charging, yeah. which I'm for sure happens for, for every
0: single car though. And imagine yeah. the strain on the power grid. Um, yes, there is the, the safety concern with hydrogen, but I trust in engineers, uh, to create tanks that are safe. Um, cause I feel like we deal with hazardous materials all the, the engineers
1: time. Engineers who make that's, electric batteries don't even make them safe. Yeah, exactly. Put, electric cars aren't even safe. Yeah. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. Why would you in any way put faith into people making this safe if we can't get well, batteries safe? Sa- safe enough.
0: <laughs> Plus here's the thing. When you're in the elevator with a bunch of Tesla owners, you can say, yes, your car might be tr- powered by electricity, but mine is powered by rocket fuel.
1: I would be more willing to believe hydrogen as a fuel to make electricity to charge electric cars. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's also – that's also That valid- would be more believable to me that I don't think we'll – definitely never in our lifetime, I don't think, will we see mass-produced hydrogen cars. But this Toyota –
0: it's only fifty eight thousand five hundred, which is still out of the range for your average person, but
1: still, there's I love that. It looks looking, good. It is a good looking car. And I mean, it's kind of. I was gonna say it's kind of Maserati, kind of like the Mustang, but actually, what it looks like to me is it looks like a uh, what is it? The Ford Focus is that their Ford had a cool four door sedan that had that kind of mean grill in the front. It's not a focus. The Fusion. Fusion. Yeah. That's what it looks like to me. It's a good looking car. I like those rims a lot. Yeah, definitely. It's, well, well, it's worthless, but I mean, it's, it's kind of like, at least it's, it's better than a, like, what, it's definitely
0: better than a model three. Yeah. Looking.
1: Well, anything's better than a model three looking. Anyways, let's move on to our next thing.
0: <laughs> All right. Graham, do you want to take that one away?
2: Yes. Cause me. I
0: know you mentioned to me, mentioned it to me earlier this week.
2: I did. Um, this is talking about the 2020 BMW M eight Grand Coupe. Uh I, I saw this as well. Yeah. Okay. Regardless of the kidney grill, it's a four-door sedan, sedan think, with six hundred and seventeen horsepower. Yeah. So they're going after the
1: CTSV market. Yes. <laughs> it
2: is a beast. Um the one well,
1: thing- really it's the I think what I saw a comparison was the uh the four door Porsche. The Panamera. Panamera. One, Panamera I, I yeah. saw one for the first time the other day leaving the tech center, and I was like, I don't hate it as much as I thought. Ooh, I've never seen one in person. Really? Yeah. So yeah. I so was to yeah, throw open my mouth a
0: little bit. Like w- it was just like is a just long. It was just like a horrible Yeah, side view is bad.
1: But,
2: <sighs> but yeah. So, that, so, I mean, it's got, uh, it's it's so long, though. It's a 7.9 inch longer wheelbase, and it's. Uh, oh, this is, yeah, the, calling d- dimension wise, it's huge. Yeah, so... They're
1: calling uh, it a coupe. Makes me sad. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, they're
2: calling it a coupe, but... Mm, hey, I mean, Porsche's calling actually, their a turbo. don't mind
1: the kidney grills on this car because they're small they're, enough and they... They're tasteful. Yeah, they're not like... They're like new SUVs where the kidney grill is just the entire front end. And the
2: interior looks really expansive. Like, it yeah. looks big. It's not, like, closed off. And it doesn't have too much, like, digital, like, stuff in your face. But it still has enough, but it also has one of our favorite features, the knob. Yes. Is
1: it? A, is Always a, like a good knob. Oh, it does
2: have a knob. It's That's the iDrive system. I think it's a pass the iDrive yeah. system, whatever they call it nowadays. But I think
1: it looks good. I mean, I, I think it just it? looks like every other BMW, which is fine because, I mean, I like how the M5s. Right. right. I mean, they're all just... Either baby M5s or granddaddy M5s. Yeah. So
2: a couple other little quick facts: eight-speed automatic, which, ugh, but uh, claims that it's got a three point three point one second zero to sixty time, um, and uh, it's like I said, six hundred and seventeen horsepower and a five hundred and fifty three foot pound torque,
1: and a
0: uh, hundred and thirty thousand dollars, and that too. So it's actually twenty about twenty grand more than an M5. For me personally, I don't know if why I would M5 choose Mini this did. over the M5. Yeah. And then when you get to that conclusion, I'm thinking, why would I why would I even Isn't this consider is like a the, Porsche Panamera at this point the only, when I could get this the car only or an M5 thing for I would way say way cheaper? I
2: agree with you hundred percent. The only thing I would say about this vehicle is you're getting the long wheelbase, so you're getting the room in the back. That's the only thing that you're getting.
1: This actually, once again, it looks a lot like the Mustang. Right? Just like that long sweep Kind front. It's very, oh, it, this okay. is very I, see. I see what you're saying. This is yeah. very this looks like a four-door Mustang to me, which <laughs> would be an interesting car that I hope they never make. But Yeah. I'm actually yeah, I mean we've talked about how much we all hate the Mustang inspired SUV that we've oh. never actually seen. <laughs> but I I'm not opposed to brands like Ford and Chevy using their two-door coupes. Mm-mm that are cool and trying different stuff with them right. like a four-door mustang could be very interesting i don't think it would sell very well but i mean at least like it would be cool to kind of switch out but this is what this car looks exactly like what i think a yeah. four-door mustang
2: so the last thing i need to say and then you guys can say anything i else, do like the color that that the, picture the color is like. nice and then the, the engine sound is just really good what
1: is it, what is it in line six uh, no, it's a V eight. No, it's, it's, oh, it's a, a four point four, uh, 4 uh,
2: liter. It's a, yeah, it's, it's a four point four liter twin turbo uh, V eight.
1: Just a V eight. Yeah. yeah, it's a lot of power. So they, they went the, the AMG route. Then
2: yes, they did. Yeah, but uh, still six hundred and seventeen in the competition. Also,
1: I would but. like to point out that this is ten thousand dollars more than an AMG E S wagon. Ah, <laughs> which is like <laughs> after, it goes back after to after our benchmark that, here. You would be drunk to buy this car over <laughs> I know. The, the AMG. There's no sensible reason to buy this over the wagon or even the sedan uh, E63. Yeah. It's way better. It's got, it's got 100 more horsepower. It's going to
2: sound better. I hate when we have to agree, but we have to agree. <laughs> yeah, I'm we just- do. <laughs> But, but I, to be fair,
0: the E63 AMG wagon is like the Helen Keller card in Apples to Apples.
1: Like nothing beats it. It's true. Yeah, <laughs> Ultimate in a Trump. horrible, awesome. horrible analogy From that poor there. unfortunate girl. Yeah, <laughs> but you're right. But it's like, I mean, when I look at you know, a hundred to a hundred and fifty thousand dollars cars. That's the only. That's my benchmark. Is that is that wagon? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Are you better than the AMG either wagon or sedan? Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah. and nine out of ten times the answers were not better.
2: They might have one thing better, but as a complete package, yeah. nothing. Has it's also just yeah. impossible
1: to beat how good those AMGs sound. Ugh. They're just know, it's oh, such right? an unreal sound. But
2: you should you should listen to this. The the I'll take I'll take I'll is. take I'll pretty pretty some good. time. It's yeah. pretty good all right yeah definitely
0: well there's no doubting that the e63 amg is a great sounding vehicle with a huge v8 and speaking of v8s i want to move on to uh this month in automotive history because it is v8 related Uh, on october 26th 1954 the small block chevrolet v8 is introduced to the market so obviously that uh it's a legendary engine for obvious reasons um chevrolet i believe they did make a v8 in the late teens 19 teens Uh, For two years, but it was never really part of their mainline production. Following that uh, was the inline six, and then in 1955, Chevrolet offered this V8, which was 265 cubic inches in the Corvette and the Bel Air. In 1957, it grew to 283 cubic inches, which, when fitted with the optional Rochester mechanical fuel injection, aka a fuelie, was one of the only production engines to make one horsepower per cubic inch. So, Fantastic. yeah, all pretty cool stuff. Obviously, that is part of the reason why the Corvette is what it is today. And
2: uh, were they were was, was Chevy one of the first with the V eight, or was there another manufacturer that really pushed? So
0: V8s? I believe the first mass production V eight, and I could be mistaken, is the Cadillac. Um, and they they it
2: goes way way back. Right. Um, I I really love the sound of V eights, and I really like. The, the like, everyone loves the V8. The, the exactly. stability and like, it also was like really like ground and uh, centered too. Like it w- didn't have much like rotation or anything like that. So it's just, well, when you have the uh, a... hums, it's that humming sound that I really like.
1: Well, it's everyone likes the
2: V8 for that deep throaty. The deep throaty stuff. Yeah, yeah.
1: I actually, I used to be super high on V8s and now I'd rather have an inline six, but that's just me. Yeah. Well, well they are. Six like, or, if I had oh. to choose, I would rather have, I like the sound of the inlines better well, I mean, yes, you part. have
2: durability factors with that. Perfect V8. balance. Yeah, perfect balance. I just, I also
1: just kind of like the, like that F one sound you get out of like a. It's stack. a high. Yeah, 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 yeah it's like yeah. this high pitch. Yeah. Uh, I like it. They crackle. I think better yeah. than the the V 8s mm-hmm.
2: do. And I think we're out of the age of direct fuel injection and like, um, I'm not just direct, but like. Y- using other um, ways to get more out of an engine. Like, that's yeah, what I I'm mean, thinking. Yeah, I mean,
1: the trend for a long time has been moving away from big block right. engines and to smaller. That's why the four bangers are so popular now. Well, yeah, is smaller the, is engines because with turbos. Tur- tur- yeah. Turbos Turbos are so much more efficient than a bigger
2: engine. Oh, and when how they used to be, too. I mean, you yeah. know, you get less, a lot less turbo lag than you used to nowadays. Oh, yeah. Turbos yeah. are so
0: much better now yeah. than yeah. they used to be. Yeah. So and I can confidently say that, I'm a fan of the snail. Yeah. The mm-hmm. oh, are yeah. sweet. I,
2: yeah. It, yeah. But we all, I mean, you can all appreciate what a V8 sounds Although like. Although we, yeah.
1: we all love the GT350, and that's yes. naturally aspirated V8. With yes. so. like a flat the plane, plane crank. Yeah, that My changes night. the dynamic a little bit, but in general, it's still a V8, and it's incredible.
0: But even still, though, every now and then I'll go up to Bandemir just on a Wednesday night for the Test and Tunes and you'll just see a, like a 64 nova with a you know well 327 or 283 in it with just a big lumpy KM in it and mm-hmm. just gives you goosebumps yeah nothing like that classic sound in my opinion so well that's all the history i have for you guys today because i wanted to give us a little bit of time on the end of the show to uh, talk about some of the worst cars in history, but before we do that, I want to talk about an actu- actually a pretty decent car, and it's the car that I'm driving right oh, now. I Thought you were
1: going to lead into <laughs> the, the Jeep, it also being a piece of crap. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I know. Watch me never get a car again. I think the best but. way to
1: describe it, because I've been in it now a few times, is it's just fine. Like, there's nothing glaring about it, other than that it's a Jeep. But right and no way is capable of doing jeep things right. <laughs> cuz it's so low to the ground
0: we're talking about a 2019 jeep cherokee limited yeah so limited yeah.
1: it's maxed out what we, what was it it was like 45000 uh 42000 uh, 42, yeah uh, it's nice uh, the, the nice leather you know heated, heated cool seats heated mm-hmm. steering wheel
2: heated steering wheel's nice um i just think it's it just is that in between size that it's it's, it's a, bigger I mean, it's than like a, uh, yeah, it's, it's the same
1: size as like a Crosstrek from Subaru. I think it's, I think it says just
2: a hair <coughs> bigger. And that's my problem with it is that I think size wise, it should go down a little bit in size, not too much, but a little bit in size because it's, it's right in between what, like a Crosstrek or like a uh, GLA or all those like small, like little utes mm-hmm. that you got out there. And
0: utes. the next. Like he's an Aussie, mate.
2: No, the Aussie mate, that's that's truck for you, true, right? True. True. Um, um, but I think you go from that to a Grand Cherokee, and it's not even that big of a step. It's not that big of a step up, but it's. So I think if they took the size down, I think it would be a right. But it's it's perfectly fine for a soccer mom. That that is the thing. a totally yeah. appropriate daily driver. Yeah. Right. What's the engine in that? Is that a, is that the six or is uh, that? Yeah, I the... want
0: to say it's the uh, the Pentastar V six found across just, the yeah the same yeah r- right.
2: way you get in the Wrangler
0: yeah, um, yeah. I could totally if you're not like super into cars like we are, uh, I could see this being a really nice uh, vehicle for somebody to use day to day. Like Alex said, the heated seats and the heated steering wheel is really nice. It's comfy. It's got enough space. It's got well, all wheel drive. Yeah, you
2: can get all that, yeah, but, that all those features for. Forty-five instead of spending like fifty-five, sixty for a Grand Cherokee, yeah. And going well, up no, in the size.
1: the Grand Cherokee starts at thirty-two for a Laredo, so so. Oh, really? Yeah, so you can and it's bigger, and it's so so. But you don't get all the the plush no, stuff that you're getting. For, although a, right. lim- a limited Grand Cherokee is starts at thirty-nine thousand, so like huh. limited to limited. Mm. Um they're comparable. It's just like this is base model limited, so you're not going to have everything. that right. This one is totally maxed out that yeah. we have. Yeah, So I would assume the Grand Cherokee probably gets closer to 50 for a limited maxed out. Yeah.
2: I just think it doesn't hit our – we're not their target market, clearly. I no. mean, no.
1: Some people like the smaller ones too. Yeah. Like I would prefer a Grand Cherokee, but I'm a big guy. Yeah. I also just prefer bigger SUVs. Right. I don't, I don't really love the crossovers. And if I do like a crossover, it's usually because it – has something unique to it. Like I like the Crosstrek because it's the only crossover you can still get it in manual. So <laughs> that, that's kind of <laughs> fun. Um, but other than that, I would never want to Crosstrek.
2: Right. Um, yeah. So, because they're, they so have would, no, they have no engine. They have no guts. Yeah. They're I all, mean, that's, they're all slow. It's all Subarus. They're I mean, most all, Subarus, but
1: yeah, well just crossovers in general, the segment is it's not, they don't have big engines, so they're slow. They're all at this awkward height where you can do like a really, really light Mm off-roading, but like not that much off-roading. So it's like...
2: Well, yeah, because the shocks are just like stock shocks and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. so it's like
1: I I would always pick a Grand Cherokee in this case, or I would just always pick a a full-size yeah. Um, or it's it's hard to even call the Grand Cherokee a full size because there are SUVs that are twice the size of a Grand oh, Cherokee. Yeah. <laughs> like when you start looking at like a, Tah- oh, yeah, a Tahoe
2: yeah. or... Well, I would call the Grand Cherokee like a mid to large. Yeah. And I would call I it this... I think it's the perfect size. I would call this a, uh, the the Cherokee um, that you're driving is like a small to medium size Yeah, Right. And like that's my problem. That's my only issue with it. Everything else, I just...
1: They have like so many it, different like, levels of the Grand yeah, Cherokee. It's yeah. insane. It
2: is ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, I think it's, it's like a Jeep is the, is the Jeep there's Grand, Grand Cherokee their number one seller, isn't it? There's. Not, it's better than the Wrangler. I doubt they beat be the Wrangler. No, mm, but there's no. 12, sure.
1: 12 trims in the Grand Cherokee. It's wow. insane. I mean, some of them are goofy, like the, Trackhawk? the SRT and the Trackhawk. It kind of get to the goofiness level. Trackhawk starts at eighty seven thousand. Oh, it's so excellent deal. I'm yeah, all about that. That is an excellent deal. I'm all about that Trackhawk um, life. But I like it. Josh I mean, is I, even nodding. I, his like head. The, I like the Grand Cherokee. I think the Cherokee that we have is totally fine. It's not exciting. I mean, I was telling Jeff, right. it's it. It feels very similar to like my Subaru Legacy. Right. In that, it's just kind of like. I'm not upset that it exists, but I'm not happy, and it's totally fine. It's going to get me to and from work.
2: Definitely. Comfortably, too. I was right. Jeep Grand Cherokee total sales uh, in 2017 was number one. 2017? That was two years ago. Two years ago. I'm sorry. That's the most facts that I have That was That was JK
1: territory. And the the Jeep Jeep
2: Wrangler (laughs) uh, was second, and then the Cherokee Uh. was next. And then they had the renegade, and then the compass.
0: Well, the Grand Cherokee didn't
2: win a war, Graham. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> <Josh> is <laughs> but I'm just dealing with the facts, and it's there. It in 2017 doesn't mean it hasn't changed. But um, I'll have to look at that later. Yeah, but. we'll have to do some. Yeah, but, do some investigating.
1: I mean, it's nice that we get cars.
2: Yes, and yeah. They
1: always send us nice cars via Chrysler. This definitely counts as a nice car. It's just in a well, different.
2: Well, on the snow this Thursday well, here in Denver, we got a little snowstorm here on yesterday yeah. on Thursday, and
0: uh, did pretty well in the snow, right? It was excellent in the snow. Yeah. Um, like I said, you know, for your average person, uh, it's super comfortable. So the ride's really nice. Um, you know, it drives fine. Uh, it's very car-like, and then the heated seat and steering wheel were just amazing oh, and yeah. it's cars a jeep co- so you know the heater's just gonna yeah it, it would it, the heater's just gonna be like uh a jet engine in your mm-hmm. face yeah mm-hmm.
1: i love modern technology that's why I, I and want,
0: the uconnect system yeah the has U- the, U- oh, God,
1: the 8.4 inch touchscreen uconnect is just unbeatable yeah it's currently really it's just like it's it. better than everything <laughs> like it just works it's not confusing and then it's like it's just modern cars now like heated steering wheel heated seats Cooled seats. Oh, the cool seats? Cooled seats are the best. I wish you
2: guys could experience the cool seats. Everyone needs to go
1: try cooled seats because you're like, this is stupid. And then you try Like me, and I tried it. I was like, this is the greatest (laughs) thing ever. (laughs) And my next car will absolutely have these. It gets even crazier when you start talking about like massage seats in in the really nicer cars.
2: Eight way massage seats yeah. in the back. Oh, see, I, mean, I don't the, the think Lincoln, they're allowed to do them in the driver's seats anymore. Oh, yeah. you can, yeah, the, you can. Lincoln, oh, oh my god, go look at the Lincoln Navigator Lincoln. has like has Lincoln. like forty
1: five way power seats with uh with with um massaging
2: and it's nice. nuts.
1: And you can a lot of cars will use the massage functions for other stuff. Like if you get too close to a car, it'll
2: rumble. Yeah, and, that that I do like. Yeah. And there's <laughs> other things like I <laughs> talked
1: about when I drove that E sixty three. Their seat. The, the bolsters moved. Yeah. in return, oh, yeah. Which was oh,
2: weird. That is so. Sweet. It was
1: weird. I didn't. No one told me about it either. So I was like, "What's happening?" I was like, "I was like, I was like, what is this?" <laughs> it was great. It's a witchcraft. Yeah, but I I didn't even know cars did that.
2: Tom Cruise, but, so. help me with your witch magic. There's lots of cool stuff. <laughs> what?
1: Really, there's never been a better Alligator time Nights. to buy a nice car. And honestly, tons of brands like Kia. Kia's killing it. And they don't make that expensive of cars. I mean, the Stinger, like their,
2: I like. What's the other car that the, they make? The
1: Telluride? The Genesis is pretty nice. The oh, Gen- you can okay. get a Genesis, like, I think you can get like a dual turbo Genesis with a manual, which is pretty sweet. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I think I, I'm pretty sure you can get, at least it's a one single turbo, but I think you can get a dual turbo, like, V6 manual Genesis, which wow. is like their cool car. Uh, but I like Kia and they're pretty they're a relatively cheap brand and you get all these nice things. So, and Kia is typically considered I think they have the second nicest infotainment in yeah. the industry, which is cool.
0: But here's the thing though, if you want to option up, like yes, the Kias you can get base models for cheaper, but if you want to apples to apples these things, you know, it, they they're really a lot more competitive price-wise yeah. than uh than uh, like they're all about the same price. Also, we so.
1: we rip on Subaru. But there's a reason Subaru sells bajillions of cars. (laughs) It's because they're not fancy on the inside. I mean, you can get nice ones. I worked at a Subaru dealership. Very nice, though. The Ascent totally maxed out is very nice. So Subaru definitely offers very nice cars. But it's just like their all-wheel drive system is great. So like it's just like an easy choice for people who don't really know cars. It's like a safe purchase of, like, I need to drive this year-round in Colorado or another snowy, and it's fine. You're fine.
0: Subaru's just the missionary of car brands. <laughs> it
1: just gets the job done. Oh, my
0: God. <laughs> I cannot believe right, you brought that in. What? Let's move on to our That thing. was a
2: good conversation that we had.
0: Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> let's move on to the next part of the show. Which is grievances, but we're gonna have a little addition. Yes, and we're gonna talk about some of the worst cars in history. Yeah. So the first question I have for you boys is: first of all,
2: what makes a car bad? Mm. Okay. Well, I think there's a couple things. Obviously, styling is one of the top things, right? I'll agree. So styling is gonna I got make a car at my bottom of my list. What? okay we'll get into this a little bit later because you can talk about like a really nice car that has everything and it's just styled like shoot yeah yeah anyways so styling is up there i'm not saying it's number one but it's a big factor uh number two i would say is reliability i think reliability is a big thing like if you can't if you press start or turn the key and it doesn't work, um, continuously and it takes forever to get it fixed, um, is a key. And then I would say the other thing is, um, I think like, so model three check. Yeah. Model I, three, I was check. gonna, I was gonna say like <laughs> Just safety cool. factors, but I think more importantly, like safety, safety and uh-huh. handling, makes cars horrible. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. Like. The handling in a car, like if you're like turning the wheel and the car's not turning, like that's really. Yeah. Playing your steering wheel is not fun. Right. Yeah. Not only that, but like just being able to like take turns, like, cause I think like the seventies and eighties had some nice cars that were really good, but like some of the like turning and handling and styling on those like boats, just horrible. Yeah. But I think you'll hear you'll hear my cars and then you'll understand why I dislike these cars. I
1: think you're totally both of you are insane for oh even my God. talking about styling. Okay. What? It doesn't matter. I'll oh st- I'll tell you I'll Style tell you why is everything. I don't okay. I'll tell you why okay. styling okay. doesn't us. matter at all when it comes to what is a good or a bad car. Mm. Okay. Because everyone who's a millionaire owns a Ferrari and they're beautiful and they're pieces oh. of shit. Oh! <laughs> oh. <Whoa. laughs> <laughs> like they just are like ferrari doesn't Josh, make cars cut the podcast <laughs> ferrari doesn't make cars <laughs> cut, no cut his they, mic they, they don't make cars talk. to drive at all they're not reliable at all it's like same with like lotus lotuses are beautiful pieces of shit like no one's ever had oh a good god. Lotus story <laughs> ever. Is oh my god <laughs> fake news it's like, if i've heard lamborghini beautiful car and i wouldn't say beautiful but they're interesting looking right is a way to put it they're up and down so some of the lamborghinis are driver cars and a lot of the lamborghinis are not <laughs> right
0: but what the ferraris lack in service costs or reliability or anything they make up for in performance
1: it doesn't performance if you can't drive your car style. every single day that you want to drive it it's a piece of shit okay <laughs> okay
2: so so clearly our cars are going to be totally different yeah. but jeff what what do you think what what's your opinion so there?
0: it's not cut and dry obviously but I agree with you, Graham. I think if a car looks like shit, it's auto- it's near it's almost a
1: ba- automatically a bad car. Right. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy talk. But it's not, uh, we'll I'm not to saying a, that
2: a Pontiac Aztec a, or a Honda. It's not Insight. like I'm
1: gonna go buy an ugly car. P- okay. Because so you I know wanna, it's reliable. I do want a good looking car. But it. I do. I, I know. Don't, apparently, I don't think you want a PT, PT Cruiser. Listen, mm. I've been in a PT Cruiser. <laughs> There's plenty of things wrong with the PT other than how it looks. Yeah,
2: that, that's a whole. <laughs> Although other part side. of
1: part of part of looking good also comes into <laughs> you know how it affects how you drive it. So right. like the PT Cruiser, which is a horribly ugly car. Part of its design is that it has horrible blind spots. So it's just, that's aw- that just aw- yeah. It's just awful to drive. So there's things like Definitely. that. So design does so
2: affect driving.
1: Design does affect driving. Yes. Okay. Yeah.
0: okay. So design's one of them. And then the next is performance for me, which is performance holistically, meaning braking, handling, mm, uh, yeah. steering, yeah, yeah, feedback. Yeah. I agree with that. Yep. And uh, uh, acceleration. And then last place for me is reliability. Yes, I want the car to start most days, but if it's pretty Every enough, day, Jeff. if Every it's day. pretty enough, no.
2: and it's uh, fast no, no. enough, I, I agree hundred percent with that. The, comment. Here's the problem. With, I'm
1: willing. Here's the problem with that 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 idea is that that's only valid for people who can afford multiple cars. Exactly. Yes. And if which you can is, afford a Ferrari, you can is, have it which yeah. is none of us here except for Graham, but Or <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I own a motorcycle too. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, why, yeah. But it's, yeah, it's I'm the only one here with one car. It's true. Now. <laughs> but no, you, you got to be able to drive okay. it every day. Okay. It's Let's, a bad car if you can't drive it every
2: day. I think people want to hear what our ugly cars are. Right. So, okay. So,
0: of the worst cars you can think of, pick one to dump a lot of money up like a lot of money into it. And then tell me what you would do. To make it better? To make it.
2: Ooh. Can we <sighs> talk about a couple, like, ugly cars and then ch- decide from those? like? Because my problem is, like, my ugly cars, I don't know what I would even do to make them look nice. Like, okay. I mean, sending them to the crusher is an option. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> With a bag of cash in so, the truck. my top ones are Pontiac Aztec good choice do you That's guys, brutal so that is just it's just an ugly ugly car next pt cruiser Ugh, also just <laughs> it plain was horrible just terrible car. Yeah, it was a and tragic I, car what was going on for those 2 years that they we all wanted to do like hot rods with like the hhr and like the um was it the, the, uh, the Plymouth? SSR. The Plymouth Prower of uh, Plymouth. That's Prower. a great yeah. car. I, I like that it, car's great. I like no. it. No, but <laughs> the performance and the handling did not match its styling. Yeah. Also, the styling was cheap. It was trying to make like this. Like new car, look like it was a hot rod, but, but they, they didn't it. want to spend that's any the, money. That's the it.
1: part that makes the Prowler special is that they made it, well, at least they took a stab that, at it. Yeah, because that was that's why it's not on this list. It was an easy scapegoat f- to just <laughs> show <laughs> one Prowler and be like, We might make this like every other freaking uh, what, what is it called? Uh, I can't think of it right
2: now. I don't um, know. but that's why it's not on my list. Yeah, okay, what's your other one? Last is the Honda Insight. Honda Insight. Yes, that's the Honda that is was with the pr- the Prius, and it clearly was outvoted because it had the ugly like wheel wheels were covered. It just looks like any '90s car, and just did not have performance and totally ugly. Yeah, it it definitely
0: lacked in style and performance. Yeah. Meaning, it's a bad
1: car. Yes, the PT Cruiser is definitely up there for our generation. Of yes, just like oh, yeah. oh, what a piece of
2: crap. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, definitely. But uh,
2: talking about across the pond, though, the Reliant Robin has that. been has been <laughs> was on my list has been known as an ugly car. But I love it because of the Top you know, Gear it's a, episode. It's adorable. With Jeremy Clarkson yeah. like, and he's just 100 crashing time. it a hundred times <laughs> <laughs> and asking random people to pick him up. Yeah,
1: just it's just it's just good humor. Magic. But yeah, what a just terrible car. <laughs> i know right okay i'm gonna i'm gonna say one that i talked to jeff about earlier that'll be controversial and is that the last generation jeep the jk oh. is a terrible car mm. maybe not ugly because it looks like all the other jeeps so
0: fbi if you're listening we have a yeah. communist <laughs> in the studio but
1: the <laughs> just in our conversation of you know Love good it. cars bad cars ugly cars pretty cars i think the jk looks fine cuz it looks yeah. like every yeah. other jeep. If you like right. that if you like that Hummer look, I love mm. plenty of people don't. I think it looks fine, but oh my god, was it just horrible on mm. the road. It was just horrible. <coughs> and it was just like <laughs> so it's just like I couldn't you it's such a bad daily driver.
0: But it's horrible on the road, but off the road. Yeah, it's it was fantastic, which is yeah. what it was built to do. So, from a performance standpoint, I say that it's great. It makes up for any reliability issues or on-road flaws it might have had because it's so good off-road. Yeah. And I think it looks great.
1: And you can take the top off. Yeah. I mean, it's unique and it gets a lot of bonus points for being unique, but it's like, God, that suspension was so
2: bad. Okay. What else do you have? Any others other than the PT cruiser?
1: Oh, you stole the Reliant Robin from me. I'm cause sorry. I was going to bring that up cause I love that car, but it's,
2: <laughs> <laughs> it, it is a bad looking, but it's, it's so great that it can't be on a list because of that. It's true.
1: I can't think of any specifically like really bad cars, Uh, and it's interesting. A lot of these bad cars that we remember. What about the Honda
2: Element? Though I do dislike cars. Yeah, yeah. The
1: Element, the Kia Soul. I hate the Kia Soul. Oh yeah, Uh so ugly. The
2: Nissan Cube.
1: Yeah, they're just those cube cars. Were just like. Can we make a car as unaerodynamic as possible oh, <laughs> for some brutal. reason?
2: And there's no performance in them? My they F-150 suck. is more aerodynamic yeah. than, than those. Definitely. All right, yeah. right, Jeff, what's those yours? Those were
0: tragic. Well, if I had to pick of a car, a bad car to dump a lot of money into, it would be a Suzuki Samurai. <laughs> it's just a great name. I would put a Kawasaki H2 engine in it. I just have this high powered, short yeah. wheelbase. Well, I like, might be
1: able to get it to roll like a relying on it. Oh,
0: yeah I, I you
2: have, could, yeah.
1: I have one here for you I just thought of a smart car. Oh, they're mm. just stupid. Just the dumbest car, especially in America, where like you're just going to be dead. A, a motorcycle game. would kill you <laughs> in a car crash. And, it and would definitely things. be
2: up there on my list. The only thing I would say is for a small car, compared to all most other small cars, it actually looked relatively okay it's also
1: actually just small which is like yeah. a, right. a lot of a lot of it's a european car that yeah. somehow got let into the u.s <laughs> there's no way that thing, <laughs> there's no way that
0: thing's safe well yeah. obviously um, it's so small it snuck past customs yeah okay really. so
1: let me take
2: one of my cars but i, w- I would take a smart car and put a I put a hayabusa engine there you in it. go that's what i'm talking <laughs> so, about i think for the aztec i would definitely have to I think Aztec I would have to take off some body panels and some other things and make it like a lot cleaner and maybe drop the back down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I would put some nice wheels on it and then obviously a whole whole new engine. in there. I
1: think you just go – I mean for me if I was to take just a piece of crap car that's ugly, like if I had to do a PT Cruiser – think i would just go the opposite i wouldn't try and make it look better i would just make it be as dumb as possible just so like, just put a bunch of shag on it on just the like, outside no, make it just like, like dumb and dumber big, big wing oh, nice. huge <laughs> rims i'd lower it i'd put like a big v8 in it or yes. something it and just and just like the most flamboyant color ever and but just like own the fact that it's a stupid car you yeah. go girl yeah. well it, that's what that's what i was bringing oh up is that there's a lot of kind of failed cars and ugly cars that we think of that are like kind of a fun popular car you like to see I mean even like the DeLorean which is a total failure ah terrible car too and it's one of the most unreliable cars ever produced
0: and it doesn't have great performance
1: and everyone who's never owned one loves it like there's not a lot of there is clubs that (laughs) just are
2: like super excited about it like you would Josh is all three
1: of us would be super stoked to see a DeLorean passes on the highway
2: now the, uh, Except
0: for it was difficult for it to get to 88 miles per yeah, hour, which is the which I think thing. was like the hilarious. In thing. real life, they have troubles getting to 88. Well, yeah. And also, the
2: CEO kind of did a little <laughs> bad thing, but yeah. it's all right.
1: He was a bad
2: boy. <laughs> <laughs> had a case but then there's
1: like there's like the gremlin who made the gremlin oh yeah amc yeah okay but the gremlin has a a storied history of being kind of an ugly car but now it's a cool car okay
0: hold your thought on that because the next question i have for you guys is you're about to meet your significant other's parents for the first time what bad car do you arrive in and while i wouldn't arrive in a gremlin i would arrive in a 1974 amc pacer Nice. and hope to god that her dad
1: 1990 mustang
0: hold on i want to hope to god that her dad is a wayne's world fan <laughs>
1: that would be, good. <laughs> be funny having an old like station wagon or something would be great but, but um, anyway what's the
2: honda truck that had the like back thing kind of like the avalanche what was that one uh the Ridgeline. the Ridgeline. Ridge i would show up in that that's a totally that, fine vehicle. yeah that's, that's no not bad it car. is i don't i think it's it's on my top 10 of ugliest cars. Yeah.
1: I don't like I don't like how avalanches look either. Yeah. I'm going with that Mustang, which if you don't know. You're not a fan of the Fox body? The 90s Mustangs what? are the worst. <laughs> they're so ugly. It's like when or they brought 80s, back. The, like 80s and 90s Mustangs oh, are just like, one. they're just like, they're terrible. It's like
2: when they brought back the Thunderbird. Yeah. Oh, there's was, like, they're not, they're
1: not muscle carlicky at all. And they're, they're
2: just, oh, they're horrible. Okay, do you have another one for uh, another question for us?
0: um well no I mean other than that was my last one. I do believe Josh actually has uh, some words for us. Ooh, does he have some grievance? I think he told me earlier that that he had uh, a grievance.
2: Oh Josh oh, he's Josh. totally not paying attention to us. You got your grievance? He's coming in right now.
0: All right, Josh, you have the floor. You told me earlier today you have a grievance.
3: Just several. Um, first, I'll start with the show overall. Um, <laughs> mostly it was the talent level that's in here. <laughs> the Second, show <laughs> is the greatest. <laughs> Just because I'm in charge of it doesn't mean it's
0: so Okay, sure. go ahead. Read our job description right, on the air and all see right, if anyone's uh, interested. Three
3: gentlemen who like to sit around and talk about cars all day. They <laughs> couldn't do it at work, so they made it their work. <laughs> yes. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. But the real grievance I have is that um, for the last two weeks, um, I, I – for the first week, I was on vacation, and I was called out for a wonderful trip to Buffalo. It's not as bad as you think, so don't F that Josh guy. He's, <laughs> he's actually pretty nice. And second, everybody gets sick every once in a while. You know, I was sick of you guys, so I decided to take the day. Oh, that's my grievance. Yeah. Oh, that was good. Oh, man, that's all I got, though. You don't have any car grievances? You know, um, the biggest grievance I have is just trying to decide on which one of the trucks I want to buy. and It is a hard thing. Just
1: how insane, bigly expensive.
3: Yes, because I really would love a Toyota Tacoma. I'm, I love everything about it. Problem is, it's like $10,000 more than everybody else. Yeah. You know? And it's Even a the piece, piece of, of sh- on mileage. the inside. Oh,
2: God. That is not it's great. It's better
3: than, uh, but I'm also looking at the Chevy Colorado. On, on the inside, that thing looks like a 90-year-old man.
2: That's it's true. Old. That is true. Wait, oh. wait. How
3: do
0: you know what the inside of a ninety-year-old man looks we're like? i just gonna move on, Jeff. Okay. I'm <laughs> just gonna move on. <laughs> <laughs> the
3: There's a Ford Ranger, but if I got that new Ford Ranger, I wanted to look like that military style. The military one, sure one guys, the, the military, military That's cool. Sick. Yes. But really, I want to overland, and I'm I'm torn. And that's my biggest grievance: is why does the Toyota have to cost so much? Agreed. That's all right. That's right what,
2: what's at. your well, ugliest? Since we we were talking about ugliest, I just need one more thing. What's your ugliest? Ugliest
3: vehicle. Oh, the ugliest vehicle I ever owned was this like a 1984 Toyota Celica.
0: What was her name? <laughs> Just
3: kidding. I <laughs> O. I don't remember. Ah, P O S. It was awful, and yeah, the floor mats were gone. Everything was torn up. It was one of those cars you buy as a junker, and but it had this fabulous engine that I knew nothing about. And somebody nice. bought it off of me, and they turned it into some sort of race car. And Perfect. Was oh, that's fool. cool. I was a fool. Answer that. I mean, yeah, no, that was good. good. I I just run the show. I don't know anything about it. No,
2: love it. All right, all right. That was Josh. Faithful listeners, thanks, Josh.
1: We'll try and be nicer to Josh from now on, please. No,
2: we will not. (laughs) What?
0: (laughs) (laughs) To our dearest listeners, please spread the news of OCN Drives podcast so that Josh can be able to afford a new truck and whatever truck his little heart desires. True. true. (laughs) But uh, yeah, do you guys have any other grievances?
1: No, other, like than, other than once again, Any those BMW people calling a four door coupe—it's just like coops p- are two doors. I don't care how you style it, because they call it a coupe because of that sloped back that coops have. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh huh.
1: But coops are two doors.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. Well, BMW, if you're listening, you heard it here first on OCM Drives. So, I think that uh I think that about wraps it up. Yeah. Well, guys. Thanks for coming into the podcast room today. Josh, thank you for keeping the mics on. And huge shout out to uh, Fiat Chrysler Automobiles for letting us get behind the wheel of some of their cars, especially this Jeep Cherokee Limited, and ourcommunitynow.com where you can read more on our thoughts on cars, culture, food, and more. Want to hear more? Feel free to tailgate us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Red Circle, and OCN. I'm your host Jeff Herbert. Thanks for listening to another ridiculous episode of OCN Drives.
3: This has been OCN Drives with Jeffrey Erber. OCN Drives has been brought to you by OurCommunityNow.com. Our Community Now, the website that shows you everything going on in your community right now.